everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the PlayStation Blogcast. You got Tim here, and I'm joined by Sid Schumann. Oh, sorry, I was holding my breath until you got through oh. that. That was a very good intro. Why would you do Thank that? Thank you so much. I, just because I don't want to interrupt? You're okay. such a strange man. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hello. And we got Kristen Satani. Hi. And then for a minute, we got Justin Massingale. Just a, just a moment. Uh, yeah, I can't stay for the whole episode, but I uh, was in the area. I wanted to stop by, make sure that Sid didn't mess up all my sound settings. Oh my God. Uh, Justin literally just wanted to come set us up and make sure we sounded right and be like, okay, kids. Yeah, pretty Dol- much. Dollop O. Massengale on today's show. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I would use that turn of phrase, but. That's uh, it. That's sure. a little dollop of Justin. I'm into it. Dollop, uh, and this is. Dollop we got, we got episode uh, 345 here, by the way, and this is my second attempt at hosting the show. I've been doing nothing but training in the mountains. <laughs> On how, to, how to actually we don't need to say that anymore <laughs> it sounds like something like a health inspector would be like mm, i don't know guys there was a dollop of mess and we'll take this conversation offline and i'll explain why that's a bad turn of phrase you've been uh, yodeling up in the the mountains there tim just yeah that's to practice right you're hosting just to just been just trying to refine <laughs> that intro that uh, i think obviously uh is now the best one that we've had so it's we can just Nailed clip it. that and use that forever i guess uh, <laughs> but but you know we have a, a lot of show here uh we're going to go through uh, new releases we have a a great interview halfway through the show with Tiffany Hester, who's the director of diversity and inclusion at PlayStation here. So uh, Kristen and Justin sat down and had that interview. So yeah. she was great. Yeah, it's the big Grace Hopper convention, right? Yeah. Out in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, it's this massive like women in engineering and computing conference. That's cool. And it is just like if you're into coding, if you're in it, into getting into this industry, like this is the place to go. Isn't PlayStation's she like, there? She's sort of like the your, uh, Alan Turing type figure, like the big yeah, uh, she, innovative she programmer. Was, she worked. She was a Navy admiral, I believe, and she Whoa. helped. I, she I, I, I couldn't tell you what the program is that she helped create, Cobalt. but she helped. Oh, I see. Well, Sid knows. I'm obviously doing wow. it. I'm dealing from the bottom <laughs> of the deck. We're getting there. informed even at the top of the show. <laughs> oh Unprecedented value. There's even more just just zesty nugget of. But anyway, I don't know. Grace Hopper was sort of how we like started talking, but we kind of dove into a little bit more of just like what it's like working here at PlayStation. And that's cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really interesting combo. So I'd like to know cool. more. We'll chat well, about I, it. All, I actually do need to go. So uh, sorry, guys. I have a lot of work to do. Bye, uh, Justin. But since I was here, I wanted to talk about how much I love Control. So Ooh, before, yeah, yeah uh, I, I just finished that game and nice. y'all weren't kidding. That game is very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait for photo mode. I can't wait for the two expansions they're working on Ooh. for mm-hmm, that are going to mm-hmm, delve mm-hmm, deeper mm-hmm. into the mysteries of the Bureau of Control. control. <laughs> Federal Bureau of Control. That's what it was. There it is. Uh, what was your favorite uh, ability to upgrade? What did you what did you focus in on? Uh, levitate, dude. Okay. As soon as I got that, I was all in on it. But uh, the launch ability was, like, if you're just starting control and you want to make things a little easier for yourself, upgrade that launch ability oh early because it just wrecks yeah. fools left and right. Uh, <laughs> Unless yeah. you're fighting enemies that are uh, adept at dodging. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh. They, but then you pepper them with a tricky. few shots with the grip and then you Are you more you of launch. a grip or a shatter or a spin? Grip is grip all the way. So balanced and, and beautiful. I went okay. grip plus shatter the whole way through the game. God, what uh, cool Pierce, weapons baby. to talk about. Yeah. You gotta uh, use Pierce. Uh, oh yeah, I haven't gotten Pierce yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pierce, Pierce, Pierce came in handy a couple times when I was trying to like. Play you gotta, super you gotta safe. time it just kind of like a railgun yeah. kind of thing going bit. on, sort of. Yeah, uh, Control is fantastic. I can't say enough good things about it. We've already talked about it at length, but I wanted to acknowledge that I completed it finally, uh, and I am planning to go back and platinum it. So consider that a platinum nice. promise. Mm. I'm just Ooh. happy to see you playing different games for a change. Yeah. I play different games all the time. I'm also mm-hmm. playing. I oh, played, played through. Si- oh, no. I played through Cyanar Wild Hearts in one sitting. Oh my that God. Game in one sitting, is, I've been playing it all week. That game is the <laughs> purest 
uh, yes. most uh, beautiful expression of yes. art I've seen since Whoa. like Journey. Yes. It's it's uh, just wow. an incredible in, an incredible thing. I highly highly recommend it. I've also been playing Vitazione, which I love. It's one of the oh. chillest things I've ever experienced. Fabrique. Uh, that I think that is somewhat close to how you pronounce the name of that studio. <laughs> yes. Uh, what but, syllables? You know, those are great syllables in order. Aren't they yeah. like what are they? D- Danish, aren't they? Uh, Something like that. I think so. I don't. I don't want to uh, presume because uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, but yes, that Mutazione is great. Uh, very chill. It actually um, elicited some real emotion from me. Like uh, not because of like some big sad thing that happened, but more because of how tastefully and maturely it treats the idea it, it explores the idea of um uh of death in a very honest way um because the the premise of the game the setup of it is you play as this girl who goes to this island where her grandfather lives because he's dying mm. and um he talks about uh uh he wanted to bring you there uh to get to know him by living in this community that he was a part of and getting to know the people that he had become friends with yeah um and i thought that was just such a such oh, so, a like so getting to know a loved sentiment. one through so the impact they've had on the people around them yeah a bit. that's, that's exactly cool. so um i'm not too far into that one yet but I'm, I'm really impressed by just how tastefully and how beautifully it's telling its story so far i can't wait to play more and of course i'm checking out destiny 2 shadow keep which just came out, and uh, I'm only like an hour or two into so far, but so far, I'm so sure you'll change that. I'm sure you'll go past a couple hours if yeah. I know you just Yeah, did. by this time next week, I'll have much more to talk about. Anyway, sorry to take over the show for a little bit. I just wanted to come in since I was in the area and talk about video games <laughs> yeah, It's for good a to have an update. I feel like it's been a minute since we've all been on the show together. Yeah. And so yeah. It's good to have you here. Okay. Well, with that, I'm going to take my leave. I'll turn off my own microphone now. Totally do. Uh, I'll turn off down. Sid while I'm at it. Oh. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> just kidding. Oh okay. uh, real quick, because... Because Justin, bye Justin. Okay, bye friends. You can leave now. Bye Justin. I'm just kidding. I'm just Josh. Oh, finally we can talk about him. Yeah, finally. He's still you already said this and that. Uh, actually, did you hear when he talked about control? Because I wanted to just check in on that real briefly. <laughs> I was super tardy to the party on that one. Um, I'm like, why wasn't I playing this like the second this came out? It's very, it's a very Sid game. Yes. I mean, you just it kind is. of had powered through uh, all of Twin Peaks. Yeah. Uh, as an entire I know, show. Yeah, I remember when you were saying that you had started it, but you were just like, mm, wasn't the right time for you." I like it, walked down the hallway, met that janitor, and I was like, "Nope, I just was, I just was, yeah. I wasn't feeling it." Um, and then I went thirty seconds further, and then it all clicked. See, that's, yeah, what, that's exactly right. yeah, what I told right. you. I, was I like, remember sitting there thinking, starts. "Like Kristen was right." Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it was Twin Peaks. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, especially, if, it's got but it's some not, of it. It's not. That's not just w- the key flavor. There's other. Yeah. There's other clear, clear inspirations. There's, there's a rich, creamy foundation. Pardon the pun of um, the SCP, SCP Foundation. Yep. Yeah. That's really yeah. what the game... X-Files. Re- it, yeah, yeah, but specifically Creepypasta and right. SCP stuff. Like, I was Secure Protect, or Secure Contain Protect, SCP Foundation. Um, I literally was like, oh, goodness. Like, it is very, very... It's like an expansion of that universe. Yeah. And I, it has it brings in tons of its own stuff. But as somebody who who loves, um, like, creepypasta stuff mm-hmm. and weird internet, like, horror stories like and things like that. Like fake conspiracy theory yeah, type I stuff. I love that stuff. Yeah. I, been, I remember reading the SCP file about the, you know, the object that you specifically have to keep your eyes on. Otherwise, it yep. will kill you. And there's, like, they're, without giving it away, there's, like, nods in the game that, like, there's an object... So an object of power is that what that yep. is? Yeah. Object, oops. Like, that someone has to be looking at it at all times, yeah. or else Instead something of will skips, happen. Yeah. Skips are the SCPs, and oops are the control version oops. of them. And then there's Oz. 
Oz. Altered World Events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so great. And it's so, it, it's this riddle and this, this it's, it's oozing mystique. And I love things with mystique. It's one of the hardest sort of, it, you can have mystery. Anybody can have mystery. You kill somebody and don't tell yeah. who it was. How, how far into it are you? Would I'm, you say? I'm pretty far. Pretty far? Um, I'm like, you're, have you had the ashtray maze yet? I just got into it and mm. I don't know how to beat it. Ooh. Okay. So well, you'll have to go back. Then. Make okay. sure yeah. just a, a little tip. This is not a spoiler. Just look at your objective, like your mission objective. Okay. It's a little subtle. There's a little hint there on, oh, on how to proceed. Oh my! Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, that part is incredible. It's crazy. But, but just the aesthetic and the vibe of yeah, that game. I, you, you didn't until you're like deep in it. You're like, oh my gosh, how is a game like this not been made? Like yeah. this sort of mundane, the mundanity of like a 1950s yep. brutalist architecture office mixed with like just. The absurdity and, s- and surreal nature of the world is such a good fit for it, a game. It is, and like the the audio is a big part of it. Um, yes, the performances are really strong, but also just like when the music, like the, when the combat music kicks in, I'm like air quoting right now. It's like it just sounds like somebody like clanking a bunch of like pipes together yeah. or something, but it's like rhythmic, but it's like it's very odd. Like it's yeah. like it's it's creepy. and just like the 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 just the murmuring that you yeah. hear everywhere you go, like as you as you go to areas that people will be end up spawning in. Uh, that the hiss are in, you yeah. just hear that like yeah, and language. it's actually coming from them, like yeah. as they're yeah. floating in the world around you. Yeah. It's yeah. like all uh, proximity. It's very based. unsettling. I like it. Yeah, and it's it's just it. You don't know what the heck's going on, mm-hmm. and the the kind of the more layers you peel off as you go, you really are like, why am I here? Like, what is this? What is going on? Okay, there's these. There's this hiss. There's some sort of entity or yeah. something mm-hmm. that's invading and and taking people over, and I'm I'm wiping them out. Um, and I'm secure. I'm I'm securing control points, right? Mm-hmm. Con- hence, control. I guess very good. Um, and I felt special when I thought of that one. <laughs> and you know, you're you're. It's also the Federal Bureau of Control. Of control. Slightly more overt. <laughs> yes. But the uh, yeah, I, I as the more I play it, I'm like the the combat feels great. Yeah. The That's graphics. Same, like, are, you just saying it's praises, or we all just did, and that was not to say anything about the combat yet. Yeah, which the is combat's also... great. It feels great. The enemies are nice and uh, squishy and you can just sort of blow you feel them the away. Impact. Yeah. Yeah. And you're sort of blowing them away and you're doing all this cool stuff. And it's like the controls are like the controls uh, are really pretty intuitive <laughs> and easy to pick up on. And it's just like really interesting. I love like where they layer like the the video on the screen as you're playing through the level. Oh, and you yeah. see like the weird transmissions coming through. You'll mm-hmm. see the actor who played like Alan Wake. He's was it uh oh, is that Dar- that is? Darling? He looks uh, uh yeah Doctor Darling. Right. Yeah. He's the actor is that who the played, actor played that's Alan funny. Wake? he did look familiar. And, and the actor, together. the voice actor for Max Payne is like the previous director before Jesse gets oh, there. Oh, Trench. That, Trench, yeah. Oh, and really? So, so there's this through line. Oh, that's um, hilarious. Which is incredible. And like there's obviously connections, you know, that I think there's like thematic connections yeah. to the Alan Wake universe. Well, since I mean, there's some overt very ones overt well. ones as well. But yeah, even yeah. in Alan Wake... It's implied that Alan Wake wrote like basically Max Payne, like the story for oh, it. So really? like just God, it's Inception. That's so <laughs> it's a game within a game within a game. And I'm just a huge nerd for that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. I love the stylistically the way that the the you know actual live action video plays. I've over. never seen anything quite like. That. I haven't yeah. either. And the you know there's the, it's not the first game. Control is not the first game to have you sort of collect. Uh, you know, artifacts and and bits of uh, you know, sort of like um, lore and lore and notes and memos research. and stuff. I'm a sucker for that stuff if it's Same. done well. I will yeah. read it's every done, single I, thing. I, I, I like drop everything. Ooh, I got a new memo. Let mm-hmm. me read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really well done and really interesting. And that's where a lot of the creepy pasta SCP stuff comes in really thick. Yeah, which is terrific because it's like again just pumping.
dump it directly into my veins. Like this yeah. is my this is my game. They're all I would I was champing at the bit to read those, and I've you know I've fell in love with Resident Evil early on. You're usually like reading those because you're like, oh, there's usually a clue in here. Maybe you get an itchy tasty diary entry from Resident <laughs> Evil One to get some. I lore. read that a hundred times. Of course, yeah. it was great. But this <laughs> itchy, every tasty. everyone pound for pound, all the files were just like they fit in the universe so well, <laughs> and the way that they were redacted. Yeah, uh, the redactions were great. There, there's it was so tasteful, but that's right out of SCP Foundation. Exactly. It's yeah. great. It's just so good. Everybody should play this game. I was surprised a number of times as I played it. I went, "Oh, this is just so much more stylish than I was expecting." Yeah. Uh, or, "Oh, this is so much cooler than I was expecting." And um, it's not any commentary on the marketing or anything like that. But it's really like it's just such a different game. Yeah. But when you play it, you'll instantly get it, and you'll be like, "Go!" <laughs> yeah. Like going in there, like blowing people away. Yeah. And it's like just it's very satisfying. It's, it's like deeply satisfying. Kristen got the platinum. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I was like I'm gonna suck the life out of this yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just, That's what you want to do. What you yeah. do. Like Hook the more you play, veins. you're just yeah. like let me go to every corner. I'm yeah. gonna get them. Like it's just so. And you you especially once you get that levitate ability, I started mm. being like, let me look in every corner and see if it's, literally I can find a hidden location. Because chances are you're gonna find a little nook or cranny that you would never have reached yeah. before. They had made sort of like a Metroidvania style like comment about the way that um, abilities will help you explore more of the environment yeah and until the i got the levitate i didn't really realize how clear that was yeah. and and then even just the way battles change it was just yeah. so liberating battles will change i remember there was one optional side boss that the only way you could reach it is once you got the the levitate so mm. i remember i found them before him but i was like how am i gonna get across this gigantic chasm it just doesn't make sense Boom. um and as soon as you have levitate it's a total game changer um so yeah, no, I controls good. Control, 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 control. Play control, play yes, control. Absolutely, play control. It was worth us completely switching up. Uh, yeah, the order we, of our well, show. you know, that's we our might, show. We may have a slightly truncated what you play in section, but that's we fine. can sort of uh, get to the new releases. Um, Those so, new releases. So there's a host of new games coming out uh, the week of Tuesday, October eighth. Um, Subject to change without notice. I'll, I'll kick this off with the with the Bradwell conspiracy. Um, so I don't personally know that much about this one. I know it has some very stylish, uh, stylish key art with um you know uh, just go check it out it's on it's on you know playstation blog but uh one really cool detail i think that playstation fans specifically will appreciate about this is that the score is by one austin wintry mm. who is a composer of journey mm-hmm. um and you know he, i Did think he banner Ab- saga abzu as well abzu as well which is you know i think definitely a good connection beautiful work then really great composer but um that one is actually going to be out on yeah tuesday october 8th how exciting so, um I guess uh, Concrete Genie, that's coming to PS4 as well. Digital oh, PlayStation Store title will be on a shiny disc at retail as well. Uh, this is from the talented team at Pixel Opus, who actually uh, operate right out of the San yeah, Mateo campus here. They're a very nice team. We, uh, I, I believe by the time this episode comes out, our, we have an underground episode that if it's not live the same day, it will be live within a couple days, so keep your eyes out for that one. But this game is just, it's such a sweet, charming. like charming, yeah, it's just like such a pleasant experience. And like while you're playing it and while you're painting, um, uh, it's just a joy. It, like literally, this town comes to life. Like, and it, you're, you're chasing after different pages so that you can have more stencil. And like, the more stencils you build up, the more intricate your art can get. There's this great photo mode feature that it sort of is like a time lapse of your art across the town. It's just it's so great, That's you guys. Cool. It's so, so cool. Um, so highly, highly recommend this one. And then while that one's. Uh more of an uplifting, maybe beautiful experience. Uh, you want to grab this next one, Kristen? Oh, Frostpunk? Yeah. Frostpunk console edition coming to PS4 <laughs> as a digital release. Which yeah. is is like very, very grim, like post-apocalyptic, essentially. Like you're basically just trying to keep 
the the heater on so your entire community doesn't freeze to death wow. i believe oh my gosh uh, which is it's, it's frost punk indeed is brutal um, nice. and then I was going to say, let me grab this next one as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Interfectorum is coming to PS4 as a digital release. So this is the finished version yeah. of a game from one of our Girls Make Games winners from a couple years back. Uh, so th- this team, which the, the the name of the team is the team who must not be named. Uh, it, it's a this sort of horror interactive murder mystery. You play as a girl named Alice that's like a sheriff in training. Uh, I played this. Oh, I played did? an early version yeah. of this. So cool. I'm just like super excited. It was actually really neat. Yeah, yeah. I liked it a lot. It so was cool. It's, they're finally pushing across the the finish line so great wow. for them i'm i'm excited to see it i'm definitely gonna play it's a cool story behind yeah. that one how exciting so uh here's another one that's coming out this will be on uh tuesday october 8th here uh it's called indivisible on playstation uh, ps4 playstation store this is actually from the creators of skull girls that's lab zero i don't know a ton about this one but um i mean you know the skull girls has like such a a uh robust community that mm-hmm. and like the detail like the sprite detail and the animation of the characters is just incredible i've watched like gdc talks with uh, oh yeah animators talking about just like these fundamental concepts of animation and like you know smear effects and how they really communicate you know oh yeah characterization yeah. through animation and like uh they just make really good stuff is um, it a fighting game uh i know Skullgirls is uh indivisible i'm not sure with liberty and ju- what's the phrase that has indivisible? I know. Is it? It's the sp- star. Indivisible. It's, it's the uh, one nation. Right? Indivisible. That's right. Liberty and justice, justice for, all. for all. There you go. Uh, <laughs> we clearly did not stand for the pledge when we were kids. That's true. That's true. And then uh, trying for the nightmare prince. That's also coming to PS4 as a PlayStation mm-hmm. Store digital title. Yeah. Very More- fun. Sort of Lost Vikings S series. Yep. That's about, a good. That's a good comparison. Yeah. Point. Controlling yeah. you know different characters to solve puzzles, but really really fun series. Yeah, it's a really beautiful one as well. We actually this week has been uh, the share of the week theme has been the Trine trilogy leading up to Trine Four, and once this one is out, that will be the next week's theme. So folks who are super Ooh. into this game, uh, get your get your share button ready. They are really pretty. Um, the next one here is uh, Worse Than Death, which is from Benjamin Rivers, who is actually the, the creator Ooh. of Alone With You and Home. And that's cool. Home is, I know, sort of a side-scrolling I played a bunch survival of that. horror kind of. That's a creepy, that's almost like an, another kind of creepy pasta yeah. game. Yeah, it's, uh, you're it's like just, trying to put together like what happened yeah. at my it's house. It's lo-fi as can be and you're playing it, but it's like creep. Sometimes lo-fi is the creepiest. Yeah. yeah. And he's watching the imagination. It's not, yeah. I was going to say, it's not knowing what is there that is creeping you out mm-hmm. very much. Is it a so. gibbering goal? Is it, a, is it a is angry it my, God, Is this the, the madness of my own mind? <laughs> Could be any of the above. Oh Let's see. We also have uh, Ukulele and the Impossible Layers coming to PS4 as a digital and retail release. I believe that opposed to the like core Ukulele game, this is more of a side scroller. Yeah. Um, oh, I see. But very, very akin to uh, Platonic. I know that uh, several of them come from Rare, mm-hmm. and they have a rich history of you know side scrollers, character focused side scrollers. Good for so. them. I'm pleased to see that, uh, and I know a lot of people were were fond of and and sort of championed the uh, the original Ukulele game. Yeah. So good to see that there's uh, more on the way. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, jumping forward to Thursday, October 10th, uh, we have A Knight's Quest, which is a very colorful uh, sort of action platform, 3D action platformer um, that's coming to PlayStation 4. And then we also have Mistover and rounding it out with River City Melee Super, which we, we, are, a, River City? we are awash in River City goodies. <laughs> and you know, uh, it's funny too, because when I was a kid, 
I never actually played River City Ransom, but I had like one of those back in the eighties. They did like Game Players Magazine and like Game Pro Magazine would do these like tip and cheat like guides mm-hmm. on VHS. Oh. So I that was to some extent was forbidden from owning. Game so wait, did you have did you have like a cheat guide to this game that you never played? A cheat video that oh I would sit there and watch God. over. <laughs> I mean, because how else over. could you watch? Video yeah, game content yeah there was then. no youtube back happen. then you, yeah, i had That's six crusty so funny to me that someone oh, yeah. had to like I, make a, a vhs oh my god so good so you would buy them in like grocery stores and stuff they'd cost wow. like 10 bucks they were branded you know game players what a I, life yeah i know and i and i and river i think river city Ran- uh, ransom was on one of them and i was so fascinated by the game can you guess why oh boy. there was Be- one specific thing about it i mean well i was gonna say that you can there's upgrade mechanics uh it was all the food items that, that were available you go to a sushi, sushi yeah and that's how you'd upgrade your stats and i'd be i'd be so fascinated by it like i wonder if they have pizza because i was like <laughs> a little kid i wonder if they have hot dog the, the, what does that the do? imagination you know just yeah. just froths over with and, what items could be in there and the rest of it looked great but it, yeah it was the the item variety and the food variety that's so funny and and the fighting and stuff looked really cool i've never played it though you can get that all in river city girls uh oh. which is you know sort of the uh, like a direct sequel essentially how many food w- items are in that game a lot Sid okay. you, you'd be pleased okay. uh, <laughs> double like cheese char burgers charbroiled burgers double charbroiled burger burgers it's easy for me to say you got your sushi um, how you like that River City Melee Super is a little bit more akin to the classic I can't remember what the name of that art style is but they have like the volleyball Super games um, I can't remember Chibi there's a specific this series is called something specifically oh. what River City Ransom comes from it, it, and the they su- had volleyball games and the stuff dodgeball yeah, dodgeball. Is it the dodgeball that's, that's one? It. Super it, dodgeball? It, it fits in with that, but they're kind of leading into like a battle royale thing oh. and clicking with like the, the high oh, school. Oh, I did see this. I yeah. did see this. That's, I saw this fun. online. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Anyway, um, those are some of the new releases you can look forward to next week. All subject to change without notice. Uh, so we can move right along to uh, some news. If you want to use it, uh, you can choose to do so. Uh, <laughs> Sid, do you want to kick things off with oh, some big news that hit this week? That tickles me. That was Ooh. nicely done. Well done. Thank you. Uh, PlayStation Now. Yeah. This is exciting. It's a big update. This is a big wow. deal. So PlayStation Now, I mean, this is this was sort of the first big gaming, you know, game console streaming service a long time ago. Came out maybe four or five years ago, mm-hmm. I want to say. And, uh, you know, they've been steadily adding a library of new PS3 games to it. Then they added PS4, and then they added the ability to download PS4 games and some of the PS2 games in addition to streaming them and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. So now it's getting even crazier. So basically, they have they have just come in and they're like, we want this thing to be like an awesome value for gamers, and we're going to just do a ton of stuff here to just make this something that everyone can get excited about in a big way. So, um, you know, PlayStation Blog has full, and I mean full details. There's two blog posts. One's an announcement. The other one is a gigundo FAQ yeah. that has like every question you could want answered. But here's the, uh, let's cut to the chase, yeah. as they say. Uh, PlayStation Now, basically big price drop. Uh, ongoing, so it's basically it went from I think it was nineteen ninety nine a month to nine ninety nine a month. Yep. But the real so that's 50%. value that's fifty percent. Oh, what did I say? No, no, I, yeah, that I'm is fifty percent. I'm just being like infomercially. Okay, see that's fifty percent <laughs> off. I see. Um, and then this is the one that kind of raises my eyebrow the most. If you want to just go all in for a full year, sixty bucks. That's sixty insane. bucks. Yeah, you just drop you just drop a couple of Benjamin. No, not Benjamins. What are they? Franklins. Who's on the twenty? 
Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. That's right. Good People say that. They drop some Jacksons down some there. Jackson's. Everyone's yeah. always yeah. saying Hamilton's that. on the 10. Yeah, pe- everyone's... Dro- I drop just uh, three Jacksons and I got... <laughs> the fact that we had to think about that. <laughs> You'd think God. they would, though, because 20s is like the only bill I feel like I ever have on me. Yeah. Really? Like, why or, do people... Or a single grant in Hamilton if you're feeling... If you, you just got some exchange. <laughs> a, grant, a good old grant. You were sitting yeah. there thinking that one. Yeah. What's on the 50? Why are 50s used more wildly? We'll talk about this oh later. Oh, my God. PlayStation <laughs> Now, though, this is unbelievable. <laughs> 60 bucks, you get... All this access to all these games for a whole year, sixty bucks, or if you want to do month to month, it's nine ninety nine. Massive price drop, and then so I, I think the sixty dollar ones like that's the that's the value that's, play. Yeah. Just drop the sixty bucks and and you're in heaven. But the other thing is they're putting some big games in here. So yeah. in addition to this that is library, what made my eyes like yeah, I was like bulge oh. out of your head. Gift. I was going to ask if you're okay, but then I saw what you were looking at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah, it's understandable. Yeah, totally normal. But yeah, so uh, for a limited time, there's sort of some like super premium AAA blockbusters that they're putting in there. GTA Five, yeah. you may have heard of it. <laughs> God of War, the yeah. one that came out uh, was it last year? Last yeah. year, last April. That's fresh. I mean, that's that's farm fresh even. Farm fresh. Uh, infamous Second, Second Son. Second Son. Oh, I one? love that game. game Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4, a thief's end. So just like, it's basically like, you know, maybe you're not, you know, maybe you've got a PS4, you've had a hard time staying, you know, up to date. Maybe you've had a kid. Now is busy. the time. Yeah. PlayStation Now. <laughs> just just get some PlayStation Now going on. You're going to be able to catch up on some of the greatest games this generation at a very affordable price. Nice. And you'll be able to stream them on PS4 or PC. And full details at PlayStation Blog. I mean, like every freaking question you've got is in that FAQ. Just trust me on that. Wow. Um, and then, but yeah, you can also just download the PS4 games on your PS4 and check them out. So, I mean, it's, that, that is a pretty big deal. Yeah, it is. And there's like a full TV campaign they're doing and they you know it's just it's nice to see for 60 bucks i pay 60 dollars just for one game sometimes i mean and you could just get all you get it all you could have it all right yeah for like a haircut in san francisco i mean i pay more than 60 bucks for a haircut after tip oh wow (laughs) i go to great clips everybody uh uh, another fun one here um kristen do you want to hop on this next one oh yeah okay so for folks who are uh big fans of dreams and media molecule media molecule and have sort of been keeping their eye on that uh they've had a huge update you know they sort of had that early access program for dreams that people have been able to go in and check out all the different features uh the my favorite part of it is dream surfing I'm not good at making things, but I like playing other people's things that they've mm, made. So and much. that is what dream surfing is for. It sort of randomizes all the different creations that people have made in dreams. Uh, and you can just surf from game to game and it just randomly gives you something. But uh, after a bunch of feedback, they've sort of revamped this feature. And now it's like super, You it has all these different playlists. You can see like games that are trending. It just sort of like whittles things into a little bit more of a streamlined dream surf experience uh which is super cool uh so they've expanded to include uh a bunch of different ways that you can navigate this this section now so it's not just like an endless onslaught of okay. of, of something that you can't choose just kind of filter it a little bit a and... little bit yeah it gives you just a little bit more options when you're when you're dream surfing That's so excellent. check out check out the blog post for any any more details that is great speaking of uh the blog we have some more uh news from last of us part two. Oh yeah i was very lucky and uh last week um you know all the great you know state of play goodness was happening you know back home bubbling on the stove yeah i was you know checking in but i was also off to la to go check out last of us part 2 you know uh right on the heels of basically as the world was um seeing the last of us part 2 
trailer that was part of State of Play, we were, you know, getting our hands on the game. Yeah. And uh, got to play like two to three hours of of the game. And this picks up a lot of the concept is actually what you saw. It's it's in the sections of the game that you see in that trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for example, like it's a lot of Ellie and Dina, um, you know, on horseback riding, doing their patrol routes, checking the perimeter of Jackson, Wyoming, where they've kind of, you know, made their home made base, their home following the events of the first game. And you get like, these great character moments and it introduces some of the new mechanics for the game. Like, uh, Ellie has a dodge mechanic now, which really changes the flow of fights. Um, you know, I, I had sort of like this mini encounter, the mini boss encounter with a stalker enemy and they're taking swipes at me and I can dodge back or, you know, there's dogs in the game now. They lunge at you. You can dodge um, and then counterattack or it changes the flow of just even, you know, rank and file like enemy melee scraps. Mm. And that was really great. El- but overall, I mean, I think the, the takeaway with Ellie and mobility is that she's not Joel. Like, yeah. Joel is, he's a bruiser. He's, you know, a little uh, older, yeah, not he's a bit spry. Older. Exactly. And Ellie, you know, she's 19 in this game and she, um, you know, really, she can jump now. And so you can kind of clamber up uh, buildings and get a better vantage point. Mm. Um, she can crawl, go fully prone. And that's great for just breaking line of sight. And there's like this sort of analog stealth system where there are there's grass of varying heights you know think of think of something like maybe like horizon zero dawn where you can you know stealth through the the grass Mm -hmm. but there's even lower grass that she has to like go totally prone on to Mm. be able to go through interesting and Mm. it changes the whole the whole way that i approached encounters i'm because it's like it's kind of liberating to be able to be out in the open but then at the same time if you're caught you're wide open you know if you're in a field Mm -hmm. uh, as Mm -hmm. enemies are patrolling around anyway that's uh me getting the weeds a little bit quite (laughs) literally but uh there there's just a lot to the game um that that the her and Dina on horseback is sort of the first demo I played, and then flashing forward um, after sort of like what Neil Druckmann refers to as a violent act that sort of is a catalyst and and like uh, drives Ellie for some revenge. Um, she it takes place a little bit further in, and uh, I got a sense of just weapon customization. And there are like three sort of ability trees that Ellie can go down if you want to okay. work on your crafting or your stealth. Um, that's new, isn't it? That's it's new. There was there was always a, you know. You could use your supplements in in Last of Us 1 and collect those pills and use supplements to... But this is a little bit more immediately customizable. You have more options. Cool. For example, she can, like, attach a silencer, use, like, this new... All those previous crafting mechanics from Last of Us uh, 1 were in there, Uh, but now you have a canister, which you can use to, like, create basically a makeshift suppressor. And Mm. so, you know, you have your bow and arrow and you have a silenced pistol, and that really changes things. But how it was, did how did you like feel playing as Ellie? Like, what was the the emotional content like? Yeah, it's interesting because there's a lot that um, I had just played through. Uh, you know, The Last of Us. I think we talked about it a little bit. Yeah. And Ellie, you know, she has this this um, switchblade that she got from her mom in the story. And like, it, I would really lean into this combination of throwing bricks and bottles and then running up and stabbing clickers or enemies mm-hmm. or whatever. She still has that at her disposal, but. I mean, I guess emotionally, I felt like um, it's tough because she has more abilities at her disposal, mm-hmm. but she has been given more options like dodge and uh, a silencer and crawling and, and more stealth options because the world around her is even, it's harder to stay alive. Than, yeah. I think that pound for pound, this game is 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 a bit more challenging the first one. Mm-hmm. And that's good in talking with Naughty Dog, that's, that's intentional. Got uh, it. But the emotional content, I mean, like the, the, links that Night Dog has gone through to, you know, for example, like Last of Us 1, like it was the the 
the encounters and the combat felt really visceral and grounded and like brutal like takedowns and stuff it's just like oh wow geez Mm -hmm. but um (laughs) at the same time like this one it still has that but like the enemies are calling each other by first name so it's like you if you loose an arrow across the map and takes down an enemy and they're walking next to i don't know their loved one they like shriek in agony and call out their name and my stomach just it dropped, but it, it it fits within that universe so yeah. well. And that's it makes not to you be really consider like every move that you're making. Yeah, absolutely. It's not that the game wasn't still, and I think uh, I had a chat with Neil about this, and it was uh, I think he put it really well. It's not that the game isn't like thrilling or exciting still, or you still have this flair of like pride from like a really oh, man, like I really nailed that shot. And it's just more that some of that is is followed up with a little bit of like this is really brutal. Like Ellie is going through incredible lengths and and doing a lot um, of things to get what she wants here. And and anyway, and then, you know, there's battles against the dogs, which Neil has said that, you know, if you're a crafty player, you can actually ghost all those and dogs. Totally you don't it, have yeah. to encounter one because, again, that's like, it's it's new ground um, that I think they're, they're hitting on with this emotionally. And, like, I think that they handle it as deftly as you would expect Naughty Dog mm. to handle it. But still, the game is so much fun. I'm so excited. The story is great. The characters are great. It's... Um, yeah, anyway, that's, that's uh, and awesome. Don't have long to, to wait, really. What is that, February 21st, 2020? That's right. Yeah. That's right, right around the Sorry, corner. Sorry, that, that was a lot, but I've been very excited. Oh, but to it was worth it. I was going to say, I've been so excited to hear. Yeah. So, yeah. How about them apples? Indeed. Wow. And delicious apples. Speaking of, uh, you know, delicious apples. Uh, <laughs> delicious red, Apex apples. <laughs> delicious Apex Legends apples. I have no, that segue just doesn't that's, even work. It works fine for me. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> The uh, just as we have the red delicious apple, we have the delicious Apex Legends season three. There it is. Red delicious, not so delicious. (laughs) Yeah, no, those are the worst. Gala, Jazz, Honey Crisp, Honey Crisp, Deluxe, Uh, Deluxe. I like a good old Gala too. Nothing wrong with that. Oh my god, you guys! What happened with Apex Legends? Yeah, Pig pig Lady. (laughs) There's Granny Smith though. What's up with that? Get a nice gold one. Anyway, yeah, the Golden Delicious is good. Did you know that the Gala is a combination of Red Delicious and Golden Delicious? Did you know that? Did you know that Honey Crisp was engineered at the University of Minnesota oh. and that they own the rights to the Honey Crisp apple. What is That's happening? That's crazy. It's something okay. new. This is now the Apple podcast. Thank you. Apex Legends Season 3 is now live. And I want to tell you folks something. I was pretty tired yesterday. I got home. Oh I was doing some stuff. I got home kind of late and I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. The new map is live <laughs> in Apex Legends. Season 3 is live. Ooh. Live now. What's the new map like? It's very cool. It is trippy to be playing a new map in Apex Legends because yeah. the first map is so good. And you're sort of like the idea of like when I heard they were doing a new map, I was they had a killer trailer that came out a few mm-hmm. days ago. And I was like, really? You're doing a new map? Like you're just here's a new map and I don't get to go. Like, what's the story? And as far as I can tell, I only played a few matches. Didn't didn't do too hot, but uh, got to, <laughs> took down a few foes. But um, I'm not sure if the old map will ever come back or what that looks like. This map is certainly much more visually spectacular. Oh, wow. Um, it's ple- more pleasing to the eye. And the other one was no slouch. Like, the other it's one a beautiful... was no slouch. I, I thought it was an extremely well-developed uh, open-world battle royale map. It was mm. really well done. Wonderful, luscious verticality. Just all kinds of just cool, fun, like ambush places. It's just really well put together. It's a really great game. Uh, and so this new map, I was able to kind of dig in and, and dive in. Uh, and it's it, it's it's really visually great and very very exciting. So I, I just sort of an initial report is you know it's a huge island. Um, there's a lot to see and do, and I only got to kind of fool around in a couple of the areas. But a lot of diversity has a much 
Isn't there like a train? There is a train. Good, good call. I I got on said train. Oh, really? (laughs) And uh, that may have one of the reasons to do with why I died. Oh, really? Uh, Did you you jump in front of the train? I didn't do that. It makes little stops, and you can do like emergency stops when you're on it and stuff. It's actually very cool. cool. Is it like in a constant loop otherwise? Yeah, it's Uh it's almost like a big monorail kind of setup. (laughs) Like it's a train, but... Um, very cool and just again I, I think so highly of Respawn they have such great people working there and they do such good stuff so um, I mean I know what I'm doing this weekend at least until I have to mm. take a trip but you're going to give that crypto uh, a spin yeah a I character? didn't get a good read on what he does yet either I, what it are seems the te- like he's more of a sort of tech, techno hacker type guy I think yeah. he's got a drone a surveillance drone or yeah. something so yeah I don't know all yet what he does I, this is not a super in-depth report obviously but I can say I did jump in last night to play it I knew we were talking on on the blogcast, yeah. and I like it, and I want more, and I would, I, I need more now. Like, so love it, gotta have it. I, I must have it. So, Amazing. Apex Legends off to a great start for season three, and a whole new map, Very which cool. is radically different. Uh, speaking of things that are relevant to your interest, um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say like speaking of and apples. then make that noise. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Please stay tuned for more on apples. Hungry for apples. Uh, we have. Um, we have some new information about the Terminator T-800 ooh, ooh, ooh. in Mortal Kombat 11. Yes. Uh, been very excited about this. We got a new gameplay trailer that was like pitch perfect yeah, I love for that. everything I think a Terminator loving Mortal yeah. Kombat fan would want. Totally. Uh, um, and uh, we got to exclusively reveal at the PlayStation blog um, some alternate skins for yeah. Terminator. You know, you got uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's likeness himself in game, but you get to see this like younger version of him. It's sort of like, it seems like it's co- sort of like Terminator 2 ish, vaguely. Um, and then uh, you also have him with like aviators and stuff. And uh, we got to show off. Uh, alternate outfit for Sonya Blade, which is a yeah. cyborg hunter. It seems like it's sort of a hat tip, uh, a hat tip to to action movie star uh, Sarah Connor. Well, Lynn Hamilton as Sarah Connor. Um, but anyway, you should check that out. This uh, I think that the early access for the character drops on the eighth of October. Um, so if you have that combat pack, you can get in there, and then he releases wide on the fifteenth of October. Now, okay. one of the secret pleasures of Mortal Kombat, uh, especially these days, but it's always been there lurking in the background, is the the crazy storylines they come up with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I can't directly confirm this, but based on what they've done for every other character in Mortal Kombat, including DLC characters, I'm fully expecting there to be an ending uh, and, a, and, and an explanation for what the Terminator <laughs> is doing it's, in this universe. It works so well, though, because it's like thematically, Terminator as a series is all about time travel. Yeah. yeah. Like most people's, I think, first memories of talking about time loops in fiction yeah. and stuff like for me personally this is like, always part of that conversation yeah. always part of that conversation the Terminator rules or Back to the Future they rules they exactly. killed the leader's <laughs> mom so he's never born yeah now it seems kind of straightforward it but. is it's like quaint by, yeah. by today's standards but um but there's he, I, there's got to be some storyline going yeah, on here. So but, I like I want to play through it and see what happens. And time travel is key to Mortal Kombat 11 itself. It so is, they, yeah. they it's like really like it was the right time for it. Yeah, it was the right time for it. Uh, but just some really great nods to the films in there too. If you um the, the watch int- that trailer, the intro animation is superb. Oh man, that sort of time bubble, whatever you call that thing. Well, he's got the, he pulls the shotgun out of the Johnny Cage. That one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. so good. You wow. saw more than I did. Yeah, the fa- the fatalities are. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. The fatalities are hilarious. Yeah. There's just like these crazy nods in there where it's just like this this point blank, like, you know, he's got like uh, his shotgun and he's got like this uh, assault rifle that like there's a scene in Terminator 2 where he like climbs up on the 
the the oh, semi trailer yeah. and like yeah. T1000s behind the wheel mm-hmm. and he just like point blank like yeah. you know it, like sprays the the T1000 like it's just like oh, you kind of see all these callbacks yeah. as a fan you can just call but uh, connect all these dots very fun um, nice but uh, Kristen you want to well, grab this next little speaking piece of, of time. that wasn't good i'm so sorry i'm into it anyway uh so kojima productions announced timefall which is an album of original music that it's these are original songs by uh, a smattering of artists from around the world that have been brought together that it's all inspired by the world and the themes and the message of death stranding uh so to kick that off and you know to give an intro to the album they have a, a a single from the band churches this is like a rock uh synth indie band uh and they have a song called death stranding that came out so you can head to the blog post and see the full list of artists and that include khalid uh alan walker bring me the horizon there's like a really like intense mix of of groups here sorry pretty robust lineup there Uh, i was gonna say like a a group a lot of different genres a lot of different artists from there's like american there's european like swedish artists there's some japanese singers on there like it's it's a lot of people you guys so i'm i'm excited to hear this full album what if the song uh the death stranding song sounds like snake eater and it's just they swap in death stranding i can i can confirm it does not but you know let me call up churches and see if they can remaster it real quick there you go oh my gosh but yeah so head to uh the playstation blog for full details on when the rest of Timefall will be how succulent that's awesome and then uh, there's a, a big week on PlayStation Blog. I got to point that out. If you haven't headed over there, that just dive in, dig in. There's a lot of good stuff. Help yourself. Help yourself. Yeah. Uh, have sec- seconds on us. <laughs> yeah. um, I was at that wedding this past weekend. Yeah. And they referred to, you'll, you'll probably get a kick out of this. They referred to, uh, one of my table mates referred to the Mid- Midwestern uh, si- uh, side dish portions. They're like, oh, good to see the Midwestern portions here. Oh yeah, and I was that like, mean just like a lot large, and there and there was a lot of mashed potatoes. Oh, so <laughs> I thought you might get it. Yes. You like your mashed That's, potatoes? Oh, big time. I mean, it's mostly it's it's the Thanksgiving effect. Like yeah. we're here for the sides, everybody. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The stuffing. Yeah, and it's got to be stovetop. Uh, okay, so back to business here. So <laughs> PlayStation Blogs got some heaping helpings of uh, uh, turkey and all the trimmings and the side dishes, and one of those side dishes. Ooh. Let's call it the turkey. I think it's turkey caliber. Basically, this is going nowhere fast, but (laughs) uh, DualShock 4 is now officially supported by Apple devices. See, I was in my pocket. Yeah, I I do. Oh, (laughs) yeah. You got a new shiny one, too. And so basically, you can actually pair the DualShock 4 now with an Apple device, and and there's a bunch of them that are supported. I'm not Mm going to like rattle every last one off here. I might get something wrong, too. Uh, But, you know, you got your... Your phones, your iPads, and your this and that. Yeah, I was going to say, I know Justin tried it out. Uh, he played a little bit of Monster Hunter on iPad, I, I believe. My goodness gracious. How do you like them apples? So anyway, there's a big old FAQ on PlayStation Blog, your top source for all gaming news. Oh, man. Um, and you go there, and they get into, all like, what does it do, and how does it work, and how do I pair it, and how do I do this, and how do I do that? All that and more on PlayStation <laughs> Blog. Learn how to pair and use your DualShock 4 with your Apple device. I'm going to do that when I get home. Why not? I think it's something like uh, you got to hold a couple buttons together at the same time. Exactly. There's a pair process, and and then it gets into kind of what's supported, what's not, and what works, how it works, all that kind and of I'm stuff. And I'm into a pair process by more of an Apple oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like I apples. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so speaking of, um, <laughs> I don't have a segue for this, but another release um, that is actually this week is the Ghostbusters, uh, the video game remastered. Ah, yeah, uh, we yeah have, that came out. 
Yeah, we had, it came out on October 1st, and we have a blog up that is from um, basically the perspective of the, de- the original developers talking about the lengths they went to to sort of connect the film franchise with the game. Because mm-hmm. if you've played this, I mean, I remember playing this game last generation, and it is just really faithful. I mean, as a fan, I think it's they hit a lot of the, the beats you would want. Yeah, like a lot of folks consider this to be like the the three basically yeah. Ghostbusters yeah. Three. yeah yeah and they they put you in the shoes of a <clears throat> a new recruit but <laughs> this blog goes into talking with like you know Dan Aykroyd about the uh, the philosophy behind like the gear that you get and like Dan Aykroyd was very he was like well you know for making what is effectively a shooter right with it with uh, the the game is a third person shooter but you know you're capturing ghosts so there's a little bit more complexity on there but he's like well talking about how they want to create weapons that are within the the Ghostbusters universe that fit the sort of shooter mold of what you'd kind of expect. They talk about the slime tether. Um, there's a sort of tethering mechanic that you can cling to objects to, to each other. They talk about bringing the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man <laughs> back. Also, like the fi- family dynamics that were important for the Ghostbusters, how they, they the creators kind of saw them as siblings and having these different archetypes that might you know, Reflect bubble, that, bubble yeah. up with siblings, like, you know, the nerdy one, here's the, uh, <clears throat> you know, the Joker, here's the, they d- describe Dan Aykroyd as, um, well, man, why am I totally blanking um, on Dan Aykroyd's Ghostbusters character? Peter uh, Venkman? Venkman's um, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Uh, uh, you got your, uh, your Egon. Egon Spangler. You got your Pe- yeah, yeah. You got your Peter Venkman. You got your Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, you got your Dan Aykroyd. That's fine. Um, I'm gonna. Here's my nerd card. I'm handing it over to you right now. <laughs> it's uh, the but, statute of limitations has passed on that. Yeah, one. Uh, but basically, the, Ray he, stance. Ray, oh, yeah. Ray. Uh, but anyway, they talk about he's just like the kid on Christmas morning, just wide-eyed enthusiasm. Anyway, it's a fun blog. Check it out if you're a Ghostbusters fan. And if you never got a chance to play Ghostbusters Remastered, uh, I'd say it's worth a shot. Nice. Uh, games that are also worth a shot and out now. Ready Set Heroes is out. This is out from uh, Robot Entertainment, and they wrote a nice little blog post that was just like, yay, our game is out. Uh, please read this to find out some tips of how, how to beat them bosses and beat your friends and loot and brawl and, and win them all. So head over to PlayStation Blog. They have some great tips of you know what when you're doing the dungeon crawling, like what, should I go for barrels? Should I go for this? Should I go for that? Uh, what tactics you can take to sort of beat out your friends? Uh, and then if you, if you are are already ahead of your friends there's a, this little like optional boss battle that if someone if one team is like far ahead of the other you can engage in this individual boss battle and so just a couple tips for those and we oh, talked cool. a lot about this over the, the the last few months this was actually one of the uh titles revealed in mm-hmm. the original state of play episode the very first one, yeah. our very first like prototype trying to get that thing out yeah. the door it had some good stuff and it's one of nice them was to see it out yeah close nice to the heart. Yeah, yeah exactly and it was actually uh i think they said it was coming out like in the fall and yeah. here we are yeah so, uh really fun, fun. plays great Great. Like the gameplay is very addictive. Yeah. This is a good party game, by the way. I was going to say, this is so great with your friends. Yeah. Like play with your friends, my friends. And then uh, that's that. Oh, gee whiz. We haven't even gotten to segments of the week yet. We are way behind. Yeah, we are. So we should okay. uh, we should take a break here yeah. and we're going to listen in to Kristen and Justin's chat with Tiffany Hester. Uh, so don't touch that dial. Tune in for that conversation. Hey guys, you got Kristen and Justin here. We are sitting down with Tiffany Hester, who's our head of diversity and inclusion here at PlayStation. Hey, Tiffany. Hi, Kristen. Hey, thank, thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for taking the time. Uh, so we brought you in today, Tiffany, because you know we we get letters in every week from our listeners. You know they love gaming, they love playing games, they love talking about games, but a lot of them they, they also want to work in games. They ask us. You know we get folks reaching out 
how did we get this job? Like, how do you start working at PlayStation? Um, and I know this week, uh, the week of October 1st, is the Grace Hopper Conference is happening, which is this huge uh, women's engineering conference. And it sort of sparked, we figured this might be a good time to sort of chat about what it's like working in the gaming industry and sort of how to get ahead here. Um, but just to start us off, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us how you started working at PlayStation and a little bit about your role. Yes. So I had the opportunity to come to PlayStation back in May, mm -hmm. and I was looking to get into a different industry. I've had the chance to support diversity and inclusion in a lot of different industries, but never gaming. Yeah. So when I was approached with the opportunity here, I was super excited about it. Yeah. Uh, one, the organization seemed ready to really start to tackle this work around diversity and inclusion, and there had never been a leader in diversity and inclusion before. Mm -hmm. So I was really excited about the opportunity to come and build yeah. a diversity inclusion program. That's exciting. I was going to yes. say it's a role that I've seen pop up at a couple different companies. And it's, it's exciting to see because I know when I started at PlayStation maybe two years ago, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I, I'm a bi woman. So coming in, one of the first things is that someone was like, hey, we have an LGBT you know, group. Go meet, go to a meet and greet, meet some new folks. It's, it's great when you start in a new role and immediately folks are just like, we want you to feel super welcome. Wow. So. That's so exciting that someone mentioned an, e an employee resource group to yeah. you because that's exactly why they're in place. They're here so that when we have employees coming in, that they have an immediate place where they can go, where they possibly can find someone of a similar background or something that they're going through. Yeah. So I'm really excited to hear that you connected with this group and found a sense of community there. Yeah. Nice. Can, so. you, can you tell us a little bit more about some of the other um, kind of programs in place at PlayStation uh, that are focused on diversity and inclusion? Absolutely. So again, we have our employee resource programs, mm -hmm. which really is the one program that we had in place when I started. So there's a lot of work, not only with the LGBTQ community, but we have a group that's focused on employees who self-identify as African-American, right. self-identify as Latinx. We also have a veterans group. Um, and then, of course, we have our women's group. Mm -hmm. And so that work that those groups do, we ask them to kind of focus their efforts around what we call the four C's. And the four C's would represent cultural awareness, career development, commerce, and community outreach. So we ask them to use those four pillars to really guide the work that they're doing. So let's say community outreach, for example, each one of those organizations are trying to find nonprofit yeah. uh, organizations within our sites where they can come alongside them, support their missions, and really help to do good work in the communities that represents their um, employee population. Or you have a WITS, for example, Women in Tech, yeah. that's really focused on mentoring and making sure that people who want to develop and grow their career are connected with a mentor, someone that may be experienced in a certain competency area that they're trying to grow, or maybe someone who's reached a certain level in the company and they can really give some inside scoop on what are the things that you need in order to develop and grow your career to the next level. Yeah. Cool. And I know, so we, PlayStation will have a booth at Grace Hopper this week, so I know it's, it's one of the big you know, just events in terms of if I'm in college or if I'm someone who's sort of starting out my career, if I'm looking for a mentor, if I'm looking for how am I going to to make that outreach and find somebody that I can connect with that sort of has my background, has my experience and sort of melding those two like professional worlds and your, ident your identity as a person. Mm -hmm. uh, so would you recommend like folks going to conferences like this? Absolutely. It's a great place to connect with companies that you may be interested in landing jobs with. Yeah. And what's exciting about our presence at Grace Hopper this year is for the first 
first time there really was a push, not just to bring our women in tech to represent the organization, but we have a large contingency of hiring managers there Mm. who have already sort of earmarked some of their intern roles are going to be dedicated to finding talent at Grace Hopper. So they've said that, let's say their organization will have 40 interns. They're saying 15 of them we're going to select from Grace Hopper. Oh, cool. So it's super exciting, the commitment that our business leaders are making are saying, yes, we want to commit that we're going to earmark a certain level of roles to the people that come out to Grace Hopper. So it's an exciting time to come and hear about the opportunities we have. Very cool. Uh, So, I mean, if someone were to be, you know, I'm in college and I'm, I'm looking to get a job at PlayStation. You know, what are what are some things I can look forward to if I had an internship here? Like as day one, what would happen if I start here? Yes. So I I don't manage our intern program. Actually, our talent oh. acquisition well, team does. First, first job, maybe yes. not an intern. Yeah. No, 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 no. But for our interns, what's exciting is... There is so much commitment to having interns throughout the organization so that if you were interested, you reach out to our talent acquisition team and learn more about how to apply for an internship. But Mm -hmm. starting day one, you would get a chance to, you know, tour our site, see the different departments that exist here at PlayStation. Because most people just think it's just gaming design, but there's so many facets, right, within game design. So you get a chance to not only visit the site, the location, but really learn about the different roles that people play to create all these incredible games that we have to offer and all the amazing solutions that we have to offer. Um, Then there are opportunities for you to actually play a role, have a role where you're the intern in a certain department, and you'll be tasked with identifying a project that you want to do over the scope of your internship. Mm. And then at the end of the internship, each intern has an opportunity to present back the different um, projects they were working on. So oh, I, yeah, actually, I know you've been to an intern showcase before, I think. I, I attended one one time, yes, uh, yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was uh, really kind of inspiring to see um, all of this young talent coming up yeah. and uh, kind of starting their careers. Absolutely. And I was just going to share, we actually, I got a, uh, the fortune of joining an intern showcase down in San Diego. And an intern down there created a game. She uh, was a person that identified in the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. And she felt that there was an opportunity for people to learn more about non-binary people who don't self-identify as maybe either male or female. Mm-hmm. And to help people understand more around gender neutral language. And it was super cool. We got to oh, actually test her game, game where you got to learn about gender neutral language oh, and nice. what's a more appropriate way to approach people uh, just to have more awareness yeah. around people's gender identity. That's something I've been trying to be a lot better about myself, especially as it's become more of kind of a prevalent uh, discussion point on the Internet. And obviously we work on the Internet, so we are exposed to this yeah. stuff a lot. But I've been trying to, uh, you know, stop. E- an easy one is like not saying, hey, guys, mm-hmm. uh, when you're addressing uh, a group It's easy of people. when you're from the South. You can say, hey, y'all. Yes. Yeah, so I always say, I, hey, y'all. So I've started saying y'all. I've started saying folks. I've started yeah. saying friends. Yes. I've started saying everybody. Yeah, uh, it's just small things you can do to be more inclusive and thoughtful of other yeah. people's experience. Absolutely. And, yeah. Yeah. And to know, make you come off as you're more aware. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a really exciting time in just the gaming industry in general. You know, there's a lot of games that have, and a lot of indie developers, especially that if they're able to share their personal experience, you just see this like huge pool of a variety of games that we're not only telling the same story. There are so many lived experiences that you as a gamer can just dive into because someone was given a chance to start developing. 
developing a game that maybe they never had before. So it's a very exciting time. It really oh is. My God, that reminds I was able to go to uh, we had this summer the Girls Make Games program here on campus and it is a wonderful program. I wish I was like I wish I knew how to code when I was 11. These mm. girls are so <laughs> inspiring. They're just out there completely just sitting on their laptops coding a full game. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. And it's it's crazy to see. Uh, I, I'm excited to see what they work on in the future. Yes. And, the, and that I say is one of the things that's super exciting about PlayStation is because we are creating these opportunities for kids, even that's still in school, yeah. to inspire them, to challenge them, to expose them to this industry. Uh, and I think it just unleashes a whole bunch of possibilities of what pe- where people can see themselves land. Yeah. It's an exciting time. So if anyone listening to this show, going, kind of going back to something that Kristen mentioned earlier, if anyone is uh, interested uh, in pursuing a job at PlayStation or in the gaming industry, do you have any advice to help someone at least kind of get their, you know, their, their take the first step down that path? Definitely. So I think, honestly, it's building a network and building a relationship. So I would say... You know, have a LinkedIn profile, start connecting with people that are doing the kind of work that you're interested in doing and start Mm. setting up asking people, right, if they're willing to set up an informational, tell you more about the work that they're doing. I think if you're interested in a job at PlayStation, just going to our website and looking at the opportunities that are available and taking, you know, just applying, um, putting yourself out there and be willing to see whether or not um, you may be a viable fit for a particular role. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for taking the time, Tiffany. It was great chatting with you. Oh, this was my pleasure. It was great connecting with both of you. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Kristen and Justin, for what a great chat. Yeah, it was a fun time. Tiffany was great. Yeah, and so moving right along, uh, we're going to dive into listener letters. Uh, we got a host here, um, solid turnout here, and I'm just going to go ahead and, and jump right in. The first one's from Justin. I don't think this is our Justin. It's not from no, our Justin. No, uh, So this <coughs> letter from Justin is uh, saying, I saw Justin's tweet uh, asking for questions, and I thought I'd ask, what is everyone's current game of the year yeah. for 2019 at this point? Uh, have a great day. This is a good team. question. Yeah. Control, um, control, control, control. I mean, control. I, I was, <laughs> yeah. for me, it's Apex Legends slash Control. Like, I haven't yeah. even finished Control yet, but Control is high on my list. At for this me, point. It's, it's Control so and a Plague Tale Innocence. Oh. Plague Tale is good. Mm-hmm. A lot of people love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd say for me right now, without question, is Resident Evil 2. That'd it was very early in the year. Wow. Insane, right? I think Capcom's yeah. gotten really, like, <clears throat> they kind of, that January Smart, release yeah. Yeah. schedule, but it kind of can sometimes slip out of your mind when it gets yeah. towards the end of the year, but RE2 is stuck for a RE2 is yeah. very good. That's my number three. Awesome. Yeah, it's top three for me, for sure. Easy. Nice. I think Justin, what would Justin say? He would probably Justin Monster would say, Hunter, Ice Shadowbringer. He'd say, De- yeah, he'd be like, Destiny 2 Shadowbringer would be like, Justin doesn't count as a new game, that's an expansion. Well, it's Just Final a- Fantasy 14 no, no. Shadowbringer. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Shadowbringer, Shadow Keep. And Shadow, shadow Keep. this, Shadow all that. The shadows. All the shadows, all the Iceborne. Yeah. Year of the Shadow. Let's, we'll, let's uh, check in ne- uh, next week to see if we were correct with Justin. Yeah, I really don't, I, I have no idea. I can't speak for him. Ooh, here's a great one from, from Keith. You want to grab this one, Sid? I think you'll appreciate this. Mm. Go ahead and shoot us a listener letter, blogcast at sony.com. This one's from Keith. Hey, y'all. With us now in October, what are your favorite horror games and maybe even movies? Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. Well, my goodness. You know, we should have led the show. This could have been a whole show. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, I'm going to rattle off. Tim, you might you might be intrigued by this. There might be a few you haven't heard before. I'm going to rattle off some of my favorite all-time horror games. Get my, starting my pad, starting pad and paper. Now, Cold Fear, 
Wow. Remember that game? Oh, yeah. It was on the ship, right? Ubisoft. Oh, that's a good game. Was, if you like your Resident Evil 4 yeah, yeah. It was clones, in, that's a really good yeah. one. That I, I never played the whole thing, but I, I it was really impressive. Remember, like, items on the ship would shift and stuff with yep. the waves. And you had to, like, adjust your your, your headshots, and, yeah. like, the things are rocking back and forth. Very creepy. Very disturbing. Cold Fear. Uh, it's an oldie but a goodie. Mm-hmm. Great game. Um, you got your System Shock 2. Wonderful, wonderful game. Very creepy. Um, you got your, um, uh, The Thing on PS2. Wonderful game. Underrated challenging game. Yes. Very, okay. very, very, very good game, though. Is it effectively a prequel? I can't remember if it's a prequel yeah, or a sequel. Uh, sequel. sequel. And, then, and then The Thing movie that came out of several years ago, that was a prequel. It was just also yeah. called The Thing. Yeah, you just you just look past that one. Uh, yeah. Um, Who, was it you, Tim, saying that that one was actually, like, I think it's not bad. Like, I think it's not bad. Minus? If, if you're, you're a fan, fan yeah. of the 1980, like, yeah. remake... It is worth watching. Um, it's like supplemental. Yeah, material. I've seen it like four times. Times even though I have like no mat. <laughs> I've measure. seen it eighteen times. Yeah. <laughs> I have no I end have the of Blu-ray criticisms. Edition, but you know, <laughs> Criterion it's, it's collection. Fine. I have no end of cri- criticisms, but yeah, I've seen it fourteen <laughs> sure. times. Uh, let's see a couple of others. You've got your Alien uh, Isolation. Oh, yeah. Alien Isolation is absolutely yeah. like like jump out of that my seat. Scurry. That is scurry. A scurry. Game. Oh, big time! And it's it's like you think you're. It has one of the best like endings where it's just like you think you're out but oh no yeah like yeah. it's it, you're you are in the uh, deeper than ever deep before end, yeah and then you got your uh, amnesia the dark descent absolutely Classic. chill chill inducing did you ever play and then you got your soma which is a sort of non-traditional that is soma a was brilliant so game while it's not maybe as like you know bone rattlingly terrifying <laughs> as uh, amnesia it is philosophically yeah. just yeah. just it's disturbing. Yeah, scrumptious and disturbing. We use different words. Okay, very disturbing. <laughs> yeah, we we should what's scrumptious and disturbing? You can you, how do we combine those? Yeah, scrum. It doesn't work. Just Dis- uh, dis- scrumptious. Scrumptious. Let's go with that. We made it. Started coined this oh, that no. word on episode. That's the name of the episode. The the that game kept me going, and there's some really scary parts in it. Yeah. When you're being stalked, there's no way to fight, but you're being oh, stalked no. around yeah, by yeah, these yeah. things. There, I remember there was one sequence that it's like you're kind of just going in this like loop of like a lat, and there was a door that you had to go through, and you had to close it just in time. Yeah. Oh my god! And the guy just keeps coming yeah. after yeah. you. Oh, it really me. creepy. And then just yeah, like at a metaphysical level, it's very disturbing yeah. Yeah. and scrumptious as you said it's just it's a cr- there's a lot to there's a lot of meaty philosophical stuff that you might not have thought of otherwise and chatted about with friends and it's like there's just a lot there and it all comes crashing down at the end yes like that's what's so great the ending they actually stick the landing on that one i think one that i've wanted to replay like the entire dead space trilogy i'm a big fan great. of oh, and dead I, space i have not replayed the second one for years and years yeah. and it's been on my mind uh, a lot lately um <laughs> but that one's that one's there uh condemned Criminal Origins, <gasps> yeah. yeah. Kristen loves this one. <laughs> that so game good. haunted me. It's, it was, I mean, there was I had no, nightmares about that game. <laughs> there was like a really minimal HUD too, right? Like yeah, you had to kind of count your bullets. You really and, had to count, and like it, that, I I have so many memories of like my college apartment just being like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, because oh no, oh no. you had to terrified. listen. You it had was, to listen. You had to pay attention. Like the mannequin sequence deeply disturbed me. Oh, for, man. <laughs> like I yeah. just could not. I'd like to make a motion. Oh boy. This question is so deep and so should massive. We re- should we revisit it? I think this is the entire next week's episode. Oh, wow. Oh, just like, Halloween that's spooktacular? Like <gasps> movies, games. Uh, let's have people email us. Email us blogcast at sony.com. What's your favorite horror game and why? If you want to list a couple, yeah. that's cool, but explain why specifically. And if you have any uh, maybe lesser known ones that you'd like to share. That's always too. good because you could be like Resident Evil when the dogs jump through the window and that's totally cool, <laughs> but... 
it's well tread ground. Yes. Uh, so like, yeah, especially like stuff that we might not be aware of. There's some great indies out there. Some great yeah. stuff in mm-hmm. VR. Some really happening stuff. Educate going on. us. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah, I would love yeah, to learn. Well, I want to learn. Yeah. You guys teach me. Uh, so that's a great call. Let's do that next. So week. Keith, yeah. amazingly <laughs> potent. Keith, and just the, maybe the greatest listener letter of all time. Let's I'm just going to say it right now. Uh, all, right. all right. Well, let's uh, let's yeah. move right along then here. Kristen, you want to grab this next one from Nico? Yeah. Uh, Nico writes in, Howdy, friends. I've always had an appreciation for random little things in movies. A movie is instantly better for me if there's someone typing, doing paperwork, reading a newspaper, mixing sugar in their coffee, etc. Uh, is there any small detail or activity that immediately satisfies you, whether it be in movies or video games? Hope all is well. Nothing but love. Uh, Nico. Um, wow. I love stuff like this. Yeah. I think it's great. I love um, paying... I, I love paying attention when people are typing in a movie or in a video game to see if it like actually like, like are they just like just key smashing up. or are they really wow. typing something out um i love to see when people drink something like how good at acting are because it's always an empty cup like there's nothing in that cup yeah but are they acting like there's something in the cup or are they just like slinging it back and like the weight distribution is all i don't yeah, know that's like, yeah. yeah i don't know it's <laughs> that's a really good point um just like you're trying, think of, You're trying to bust them. You're trying to bust them. I mean, it's acting. like it's like not. I'm not actively trying to, but when I see it, them doing it, and they're clearly not thinking through the, like how much that would weigh if there was actually coffee in that cup. It, I'm always just like, oh, you. We're on a talk <laughs> show when they reach for the coffee cup. Now that I, it's changed, it's changed my whole perspective on the world mm-hmm. because I know it's water now that they're not yeah. actually drinking yeah. coffee. But yeah. some people sip it like it's coffee or yeah. tea, but. We know it's water. What are we doing here? My favorite is watching the levels of the wine glass going up and down throughout the different cuts. That's what I get fixated on. That's a good one. Where's the Starbucks cup this time? One of my favorite details, actually Control is full of these. And there's an ability in Control that you can take like all the concrete around you and create like a shield. And so it's creating this weird little, you know, status field and uh, stasis field and so I was walking by a medicine cabinet and as Mm -hmm. I did that the cabinet door just sort of like nonchalantly opens up and like a piece of like like gauze and like a pill bottle comes out and just starts floating in this little stasis field and then just you know glides to the ground I'm like I would have never have known that these are in there but you know you just just do a telekinesis blast of anything in control and you'll see the level of detail (laughs) yeah yeah Let's the see. Papers go flying. Another yeah. one I love, well, I love to nitpick on is uh, anything that involves, so I love braiding my hair. I have long hair. I love braiding it. Uh, it takes a lot of hair when you're braiding. And if you're using just your normal hair and you really want to do something super intricate, you're not going to have enough. Like a lot, like I have extensions I use sometimes if I want to like add hair to it. And so a lot of times in a movie, it'll have a character that they have this intricate up to, or Danny on Game of Thrones, all those braids in her oh. hair. And it's like, it would take so much hair Maybe it was to actually spell. be able to braid it and then still have all the stuff that is down. And then they'll have a scene where they've undone their braids and their hair is natural. And it's still the same amount of hair. And I'm like, that's not physically possible. Like you can't do that. That's I'll be nitpick. I'll be watching for that. Now. I'm sorry, I just notice it and everything. Nico, I love that. I love that email. Thank you for that one. Um, I feel like this one, this next one, uh, one of you should take this one. Yeah. Well, I know this person personally. I just think it'll be extra special. for This one of you. is a sweet, sweet letter came our way from one Ryan Clements. 
Who's friend, that? Friend of the show. Oh, yeah, that dearly, guy. I remember Dearly him. miss. Hello, Ryan. He writes in, Hi, Blogcast. It's been a while. I saw Justin's tweet about needing uh, some mail, so here it is. What game in your lifetime do you feel has truly represented you, connected with you more than anything else? Not necessarily your favorite game, but one in which uh, best channeled your understanding of life and your p- your place and passions within it. Uh, also, what's your favorite pizza topping? Love, Clements. <laughs> Ryan. Oh, Ryan, I miss you. I might you. have to say Soma on this one. Really? Soma. It's high on the That's list really for this point. One. The specific way he phrased that question, like, it's it, I it haunted me and I still think about it. Like, it does challenge your like understanding of life and like your identity as a like what does it mean yeah. for your consciousness to be here? Yeah. And, like is your consciousness you and things like that. It's an interesting question. I think for me, I, I don't know what this says about me, but I remember when I was first learning about The Last of Us, maybe it's just on my mind, is like I love I I, I love how um you know, there you can see inspiration of like Resident Evil 4 in The Last of Us game design. You know, the clickers are, Neil's talked about this, where they're almost like the chainsaw guy from RE4. Mm-hmm. Like if they get too close, it's an instant kill. And that's why you got the shivs. Mm-hmm. So from this mechanical level, like Last of Us is really satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also just, I'm also a sucker for like, ambiguity in storytelling yeah. and mm. maybe leaving things on a downer note and I feel like it's something that games in general definitely haven't done as much as they could have and I just felt so seen by Last of Us. I know a lot of people did too because <laughs> you know it is what it is but um, I think I just really connect with that game. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think I think part of why I deeply, deeply love the the first Life is Strange game is because it was like not that I have telekinetic like reversing time abilities or anything, but it was so <laughs> great to to see this game told from like this teenage girl's perspective uh, in arts. I wasn't in art school, but I was big into photography. Like a lot of the things that you deal with on like the normal relationship basis, not this like supernatural basis of the storyline were very relatable topics uh, for me personally and some of the things dealing with family and dealing with friendships and it, it was just a very uh, moving experience for me I love I deeply loved that game uh, let's see another one for me another another reason why I'm super into the Dragon Age series I mean mechanics wise story wise I love I just love fantasy stuff like I'm just like yeah that's this game but it was the first series that I had played, which I, I could have started with Mass Effect, but this was the first Bioware series I played that there were bisexual characters and like options for romance. Yeah. Oh, I can romance a dude or I can romance a woman. And as someone who's bisexual, I was like, yes, give me this. Like, this is so validating and so refreshing. And like, nobody in the game is treating it like it's a strange or weird thing. Just matter of fact. It's just a matter of the world. Yeah. And it's like no repercussions. And it was just phenomenal. So I loved that very, very much. And yeah. That's great. Those are great examples. I feel like I'm missing one. Maybe I'll revisit it next week. But um, that was a really good question from uh, from Ryan. Thank from you, Ryan. Ryan. Thanks, also, Ryan. my favorite pizza well. topping. Let's see. Uh, oh, I yeah, like I like margarita part. pizzas. Oh, yeah. so what is that? You like Tomatoes? basil? It's like yeah, it's like basil and like mozzarella cheese instead of just like a full spread of cheese. It's like yeah. I don't know smatterings it's, of it. Smatterings of it, which sounds weird, but it's like it's a little bit more sauce than cheese, and it's just a really good combo. So assuming that cheese and sauce is sort of the foundation of a pizza, you've just admitted that basil is your favorite topic there it is yeah. it's basil what about you, <laughs> um you know what onion oh that's onion. that's interesting yeah because i oh i mean yeah it's onion uh it's just got a crunch it adds a little bit of a kick it doesn't get totally grilled um you know it doesn't have the totally grilled onion like sweetness. caramelized yeah, yeah. No, i just kind of want there still be a kick and a crunch well mine's kind of weird too oh boy mushrooms that's Whoa. not that weird i, like I, mushrooms. I love mushrooms on pizza i like mushroom on a pizza 
It's interesting that we all named basically vegetarian How stuff. How about that? Where's pepperoni? You think? But see, like, like pepper. Yeah, everyone races for the pepperoni or the sausage. But it's like I, I, I'll tell you, there's little in life better than great pepperoni when it's cooked perfectly on a pizza. Like where it's, but it's got, but there's a lot of musts in there. Like the pizza, yeah. the pepperoni needs to be like crunchy. Ju- yes, just, it becomes just, like squid just tentacles. Just curling yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, like or exactly or almost like a bacon. Like I like yeah. bacon on pizza a lot too. Ooh. But, um, you know, and, and sausage, I, I'm not a big sausage guy, so I, I really, you know, I kind of pick that stuff out usually. But pepperoni is really good, but it's just got a high bar, and I don't always feel confident. So mushroom, though, I know I'm going to like it. You guys want to know what Michael gets on his cursed pizzas? Cursed pizzas? He gets pepperoni, jalapenos, pineapple, Whoa. and black olives. I'd be, I'd be, I'd eat every... I would eat that pizza just straight up, but the pineapple is a real left turn. It's <laughs> it's probably it, it's, it's not, our biggest like clash in our yeah, entire relationship because he okay, likes pineapples though. and I hate pineapple. I mean, I think I think I'm not. I don't have like the the grudge against pineapple on pizza that everyone does. But oh, I also is, just don't like pineapple. Oh. Pine. I like pineapple fine and pi- like a like a Hawaiian pizza with the pineapple and the ham on there. It's totally fine, but it's it's again the execution is <laughs> yeah. key, and it's not necessarily one I'm going to be like seeking out. Cursed. Before we move on Cursed. from listener letters, I want to leave you with a nice little tip. The next time you are eating pizza crust mm. and you are thinking, oh, I have all these options at my disposal. Maybe I have some buttery garlicky sauce. I have ranch here, some extra marinara. I, Try reaching for a bottle of honey. What? And dip the crust, especially if it's good crust, in the honey before you move on to your next like savory piece of pizza. Oh. It is a textured journey. So it's like just the crust. <laughs> Maybe there's a hint of like the sweet sauce this on is there. So interesting. Okay. But it is it is very good. Also serves as a palate cleanser yes. to prepare the taste buds for the next salvo it, of grease and cheese. Exactly. When you dip, you know, it, yes, <laughs> you understand completely. Just yeah, try it I out next it. time. I get it. Um, this is, there's some serious wisdom bombs being dropped here by Tim. Uh, the next section is, you know, usually where we talk about what we're playing, what we we're thinking about. We, ca- we kind of talked about control, control a bit. You know? yeah. control, control. Some Borderlands control. 3 yeah. in there. And, yeah, I played yeah. a little, I, I need to get back to that one, but now Apex has a new map and I'm like getting yeah. sucked into these game of service games. Yeah, I... Continued. No. <laughs> yeah, I was sick this past weekend, so I was like in and out of sleeping. And when I wasn't asleep, I was playing Cyanara Wild Hearts, which, mm. while sick, is Ooh. also a wonderful experience. Kind of a fever dream so, in and of itself. Kind of, yeah. It was it was a supplement to my already fever, but um, it, it was great. Up. It's really fun. It's 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 just a perfect game. It's a perfect it's game. Great. And I can consi- I continue to consider whether I will platinum control. Do we'll it. See. Do it. Um, I will consult you if that's what happens um i have one platinum trophy and there's a strange perverse pride i have in which one it is is it mm. the telltale season one? Oh my god <laughs> the walking dead season one you got a platinum you, you just platinum it if oh, you just really? finish it yeah but that's, that's so like that, that i can't tell you the overwhelming satisfaction i got by getting that platinum because i hadn't wow. had a platinum that's the only platinum i've got so when Man. I got that, I thought I, I finally can be, join the Platinum Club. I'm Amazing. done. I'm you did done. it. Boom. I walked into I the have, Platinum Club. I, I walked right out. I have yeah. those games, and then I Platinum Control. I have Horizon. I Platinum. Woo! I'm trying to think if I have any more, but I think that might just be it. Damn. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Uh, you know I'm very choosy about them. Uh, I, I want. I'm not a trophy hunter. Yeah. Same. Um, but uh, if you are listening to the very end of this podcast, you've got you got a platinum trophy yeah. in, in spirit it. because you made it to the end of this. This is a big boy. Um, so thank you for listening to episode 345. Uh, would like to, um, if you have any feedback for the show, send a blogcast at sony.com. Um, we have, you can find us at PlayStation Blog. Uh, we have at PlayStation on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. You can su- subscribe to us on iTunes and please leave us a review, especially if you like what you hear. Um, if you enjoy the show, 
tell a friend, best way to get the word out there. Um, thank you for Dormilone for the theme song. Uh, it's dormilonemusic.com. Thank you to Corey Schmitz for the logo, coreyschmitz.com. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, welcome back to the PlayStation Bar. I'm going to take that again. <laughs> yeah. <yep. laughs> <laughs> I looked how he said the PlayStation Bar. That's where I started. Like, oh my. <clears throat>